The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Some people have said that you're retarded, not me. What is wrong with that young egghead? Hey, Alan, now that you've got me out here all alone. As you know, success breeds hate. And my enemies are using this as an excuse to attack me. That's the middle of the story. All right, settle down, people. We've got a lot to cover, and time is short. And it's doggy style. I've got another puzzle for you. If you are wise, you'll listen to gas, man. How the hell do they know that I got gas? A giant hairy creature, part ape, part man. Indians call him Gas Man. Get, get, get a lick of this loving. Man, you got to check it out. It'll boogie woogie on your brain. Hate on me for making this song. Got gas on your mind. Some people have said that you're retarded, not me. And my grandmother said to this woman... We're going to do that gas thing? Yeah, we're going to do the gas thing. Laugh out loud.
Teeth, we can glows the tune. They're from Louisiana, by the way, and we had them on the show a couple weeks ago. And if you can check that out on Going Global with Gas, man, on VoiceAmerica.com, that's where we're located at. And this is Saturday. We're doing it live in Phoenix, Arizona. And uh, my name's Kevin Gasman. Of course, you can call me Gas. It's all good. Hanging out with you for the next two hours. We're gonna have some great music from independent artists uh, from here in Phoenix, from all over the country, all over the world. And you guys can actually give us some input. You know some bands out there that you want to have their music played on this program. We help share and spread their love as well. And uh, we'll do that every Saturday here on VoiceAmerica.com, the Variety Channel. So, uh, Matt, you there? Matt's, Matt's working the room yeah, for here. the first time. There he is. What's up, Matt? How you doing? I'm just chilling. All right. Well, we're going to have a comedian on today. I'm excited, oh. man. We're going to have Bob Kubota with us. And uh, he is a very funny comedian. And I'm excited to talk to him because he gets into a lot of interesting issues. <laughs> We're well, gonna get. I'm excited to hear the comedy styling. I am too. You know, I'm, it's gonna be good. And well, he's not gonna do material for us. Oh, well, you know, you don't do that when you have a comedian on the show. Well, that's miscon. That's a little deceiving. Deceiving, really? Because if I say like you have a like, wait, when we have bands on the show, right? And they play music, so and they talk about music. So when you have a comedian on the show, don't you think they? Well, well I want to hear a joke, bro. We play their music. So we haven't had bands perform yet on this program. So, so if I had a comedian with us, maybe I could play his com- comedy, and then we can talk about it. Bingo. That's different than having him do the comedy on the show. <laughs> it's the same thing. <laughs> no, it's not. I'll tell you what. I had I actually got called out because I had a comedian, Dennis Regan, on my show. This was uh, about 10 years ago, most. It feels like it was. And it was at All Comedy Radio. I was doing the mornings, and all the Tempe Improv headliners would come, come through in the morning swing. And I had Dennis Regan, who's Brian Regan's brother. This guy writes for King of Queens, uh, a few other big TV shows, and I asked, I, I couldn't, like, come up with anything to talk to him about, though. It was weird. I don't know what it was. It's just I had no information on him at the time, and I was kind of new to him, so until after that I know that he w- wrote for all these comedy shows, I told him to give me, tell me a joke, and he goes, uh, no, 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 I'm not going to do it. And then, like, later on in the day, he gives me a call. Like, out of the blue. It's like, um, you know, you seem like a nice guy, but you should never tell a comedian to uh, tell you a joke on the radio. <laughs> I'm like, oh, all right, lesson learned, man. Do well, you know? I mean, as a comedian, though, do you get, would you get upset if I was hosting my own radio show and I asked you to perform a joke? Yeah, because it doesn't happen that way. It's different. When you're on stage as opposed to in a natural conversation, it should come up naturally. Now you can do setups. 
you know, like, oh, Kevin, I heard you like to fly. Well, gee, Matt, I'm glad you said that, you know. <laughs> and then you can go into, the, you know, into your bit. But sometimes when natural conversations come up, your bits will come up naturally, and that's comedians being funny, just being themselves. So basically, do your research ahead of time, and then just like set the comedian up if you want them to tell a joke on your uh, show. Yeah, but I'm not. I don't do that. And at the time, I was so like green when it comes to like doing radio interviews. So I was it was new in a sense, and that was a lesson learned. But let's move on, Matt. All right. All right well, Bob Kubota is uh, going to be joining us here. I want to I want to introduce him now. Bob, what's up, man? How are you doing, <laughs> dude? How you I'm doing? glad you've all grown up. And, 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 <laughs> Interviewing radio, that's good. Now, have you done radio before? Uh, a little <laughs> bit. I've been, I've blabbered away on a few different opportunities and shows and things, yeah. Okay, so has anybody yeah. ever come out and said, hey, tell us a joke on the radio? Uh, no, but uh, I know you have to be aware of different, uh, different situations. In fact, and actually this is going to be a very good answer to a question I have to answer about embarrassing moments, but when I first went on the road as a comedian... Um, the headliner, which I was certainly not, the headliner, the big act, the guy who gets paid the most money in the show, when you get to a various city at the beginning of the week, will usually have to go in very early in the morning to a radio station and promote the show. Right. And uh, the big headliners, of course, are used to this, and uh, they go in and they know how to cut it up with the DJ or whoever was in being interviewed and the whole thing and, uh, and, uh, and get the laughs and pump the show and all that. But I was just a, just a brand new little middle act. Like I knew nothing about comedy other than I got to tell my 20 minutes of jokes and then get off before the headliner gets on. But for the first night, for some reason, there was no headliner. That headliner had to cancel. So out of desperation, they moved me up into the headliner spot really? for that one evening. <laughs> and I could barely do the, the feature spot job, you know. So it was just a horrendous thing. Oh, so they sent me to the radio in place of that guy. <laughs> and I had no idea how to do radio. I didn't know how to right. answer the questions. I didn't know what their what they were thinking. I didn't know what the goal was. I didn't right. know you were supposed to promote. I didn't know you were supposed to be funny. So I basically said, there and just looked at him and didn't yet and just said yes no answers the whole time <laughs> and they just strummed me right out of there no, at the I end bet, of man. to like what the hell was that I bet and this guy's a comedian and the I mean the whole right. disaster and then the club hears about it and then I pretty much lost work from there I'm sure wow I'm man. sure that happened that but yeah a, but that's just bad place wrong place wrong time you don't know they don't know it's just a machine that happens and then you're stuck in the wrong spot and boom how, but how long have you been, had, had you been doing comedy at the oh uh, just just a couple of years probably you know and certainly on the road just a couple of years, you know, right. working various comedy clubs and things. But you had never done any radio prior to that? Huh? No, I mean, that was my very first experience in a radio station, you know, with radio guys, the whole thing. So, oh, right. but nobody told me. Nobody told me anything is the point. Usually they tell you what's going to happen beforehand. Somebody right. tell, now be ready for this, that kind of stuff. Right. Just get you sort of ready until you do it a couple of times. <laughs> then you get going. But right. the first time, nothing. Clueless. Disaster. That's crazy. You know, I, I've. I've had comedians in my in, in the past interviewing them that I had to say hi, and then 30 minutes later they're leaving. I mean, they just could, I couldn't stop them from talking. And then I've had people that were in that situation that you were in. Right. I'm like, oh my god, how am I going to be able to talk to this guy? He's right. like, he's not giving. That was Dennis Regan was kind of like that. Otherwise, he wasn't giving me a whole lot to work with. Yeah, that's when I learned. That's what I, oh, so much dead air. I mean, I was learning about the concept of dead air right off the bat. You know, this no dead air at radio. I get that. I right. Get that now. <laughs> now I get it. But, but there are if you use them properly. There are some comics who are very good comics who are horrible at radio, yes. though. They, uh, they, they, Something happens to them, and they can't just be so effervescently fluent like they were on stage or whatever. Isn't that weird? It is kind of strange, especially when people – It's to me, it's easier. I can talk more when people can't see me. 
<laughs> you like that, man. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, when I compare that to, like, stand-up comedy, when people are looking at you. See, that was big for me because I do, I do stand-up now, and when I get up on stage yeah. and I have eyes looking at me, yeah, it was a, such a new experience. How'd you feel? They were staring at your package. They were looking <laughs> at everything, man. They were scoping me out. Scoping dude. you out, up and down, yes. checking you out. That's yeah, cool. like like yeah, like yeah, a piece of meat, Kevin. That's why I dress up when I do stand-up. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I like the beanie. I like the beanie yeah. and my black shoes and white socks. Yeah, you look like a little <laughs> South Park character up there. That was cute. I thought I'd, you know, try to put a different image out for myself when I do on stage, but yeah. you know, when you do radio, You'll there's... Yeah, yeah, I will, I will. When you, but radio, every joke bombs. Right. No one can hear you laugh. Right. So when you get up on stage and you're telling a joke, you have a reaction. Mm-hmm. You hope you do, at least. You, know? you hope you do. And it comes back and it's like, right, oh, wow, I gotta, right, right. how do I feed on this? Well, how do I use it? That's funny you say that because that's why I, where I find Facebook the perfect inter, interloper, right? In between the onstage getting the immediate reaction to the radio version of no reaction to the Facebook is the sem- semi semi-anonymous, put it out there, and you actually get some feedback, but they're not looking at you. Right. You know what I mean? So, hey, there's a perfect middle ground. Right. The, but, but, yeah, but as far as uh, them looking at you and succeeding, it's it's a big more, it's, it's you know, it's bigger rush. It's a huge rush because... I, I'll tell you, man, when I got off, because so uh, Wednesday night we were doing the contest, Arizona's Funniest Comedian, which you won. Congratulations. Well, I didn't, I didn't win anything. That was just... You moved on to the next level. I look at it like a whole bunch of people <laughs> were just eliminated. That's all. <laughs> That's a good way to look yeah, at it. Yeah, 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 I got eliminated. Yeah. I was, you know, I wasn't really yeah, it's, happy, but I was like, you know what? There's I saw no way it can be fair. It's a contest. It can't be fair. It can't be fair. And whatever it is, it is. I did it because I wanted to perform at the Tempe Improv. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of friends come out. I felt right. like... I felt I did a good job. It right, you did a very good job. It wasn't good enough. Thank you. It wasn't and, good and, enough, but that's fine. But in front of a big crowd, in a real crowd, a focus crowd, a comedy crowd, right? That's what. That's where you really test. Where that's where you find out what you got, and that's right. where a lot of those people found out what they got. Right. You know. And I, I looked my tape. Somebody taped it and uh, sent it to me. I looked at it and I was like, I don't want to look at it again because <laughs> I, I could see where I did so wrong, you know, and I could figure that out. But next time I go up, I go and I can fix that. Right, I can work and improve on that. Absolutely. I can see why I wasn't selected. That's fine. Learning experience, mm-hmm. it was, and that's where you really have to take out of it. That's it. That's what everybody should be taking out of I that. I mean, some people were upset. I yeah. mean, physically uh, upset. They always get upset. Emotionally upset. They get really emotionally upset because uh, their brain just uh, decombobulates. They intellectually, they know it's the odds are such that you know the reality's reality. The hard odds are the hard odds. You should all know that going in. And, so I, and don't discombobulate at the end. Don't you think like you melted down? But they do, they do. Because I know, I know that. Because I, uh, when I started, did a lot of uh, probably three or four of them contests right. early on, and went through the same thing. You know, came out. You know, at the end, just like you know, punch, punching yourself in the head, that yeah. kind of stuff. And yeah. Just, nah. See, you learn that though. You yeah, learn that yeah. it's not how to uh, uh, you know yeah. react to it if you don't well win. Yeah, right. So I mean, like I you know I move on, I move on, but I have I mean I'm so much more experienced than most of those people because they've been doing it such a short period of time. Right. And uh, so um, it you know it's I don't know I'm ambivalent about doing that kind of I don't want to compete against people who don't have the experience that's still almost not fair you know well and that's fine you know because you know you deserve it you've been doing it for such a long time and you are very good and you're very funny as well and you're intellectual as well you figure it out as you go along but that night we had on Wednesday night was Mm -hmm. kind of stacked with a lot of talent and I was fortunate to be on that lineup so so a lot of the big hitters 
that we all p- kind yeah. of picked to move on didn't yeah. move on. Yeah. You were the only one that I picked to move on. I, that's, that's, I looked at it, too, and then I looked at other lineups for other nights, and I go, well, there's not as many uh, hitters as I would, as, as far as I know. Right. From I could see, there's one night that there's a guy tonight going on, I didn't almost didn't recognize any of the names. Right. And so uh, I hope it's not a long night. <laughs> I, I didn't choose to be on the night with you, though. Right, I'll tell you right. that much. But in a way, it. that's probably a good thing because sure. that improves the audience for you. Right. Uh, it gets them focused because they're hoping that, that everybody's going to be really good. Right. And so that's a good situation, uh, especially in showcase situations. Because if there's another night, like I said, an audience, audience could not tolerate more than two not funny comedians in a row before right. their minds start to wander. Right. And the show and started off really strong. Right. So and think, that was the key. Right. That's the key. And I got the perfect number. It was almost unfair. <laughs> I was fifth, Doesn't you know, matter. whatever. I got third. Right. And that's a good number. Like I said, anywhere from right. three to eight is the ideal early in the show. Everybody's got their energy, their laughing right. energy. They're not laughed out. Right. Yes. But they're warmed up. Right. And that's prime. Right on, man. So, but... All right. You know. Well, Bob, you're going to hang out with us. Of course. And we're going to play some tunes. I got nowhere to go. I love your coffee, too. It's sweet. Yeah, you can thank Matt for that. Matt, good job, man. Mm-hmm. Thank you. All right. Well, here's some Puck Zoo. By the way, where's Puck Zoo playing next? Uh, we are playing uh, March 8th at the uh, Rogue Bar in Scottsdale, Arizona, uh, with Stranger, uh, Coral Thief, uh, High Lonesome Bros, and Torn at the Seam. Well, right on, man. Well, let's play some I Say. This is an acoustic recording done by you. Rome. Well, it was done on my own show, yes. By the way, you can listen to me Monday through Friday, 5 to 8 p.m. on KWSS. It's 93.9 FM, Phoenix, Arizona, online at kwss.org. Driving with Gas is the radio show, and this one was recorded on that about a couple of years now, it feels like. How long have we known each other now? Uh, this was like September of 2011, maybe? This was the famous apartment recordings. This was the famous... Ab- Actually, that house was pretty nice. Was it? Yeah, it was I- like a nice little house. You had to drive all the way out to the middle of BFE to do this. I gotta, you got to refresh me where this was, but let's play it and we'll, we'll talk about it when we come back. More with Bob Kubota right here on Going Global with Gas. Man. Because I want my way shoes And all the colors of your aura's got me bruising But don't be satisfied What I ain't been giving you tonight With a nighttime face I found myself stumbling on what to say It might be cause we drank But I beat down fear in front of me I make it break and I say Whoa We're torn from away Hey, and I say, hey, whoa, what if things would never be the same? And I say, hey, whoa, we're talking from away, 
hey, now say, hey, whoa, but things will never be the same. Natural from Puck Zoo. That's P U C K X O U. You digging that, Bob? Apparently, he is. Are you a music fan? Am I a music fan? Yeah. Uh, well, who would not be a fan of some sort of music? I know a lot of people that don't like music. That's or insane. Maybe not, not, not like it, but in a sense, don't listen to it. Does that make sense? Oh, they don't have any any favorite stuff. They don't. It's nothing they live for. And the radio can be on or off. It doesn't matter. There's probably no music in the house when they're I living. See, I see. That no. kind of thing. You know. Right. Just don't appreciate it. Don't appreciate. Just it. don't soak it in. Man. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Know? I guess there are those people. I right. guess to me, I don't know. It's got to be few, but. But uh, yeah, well, I'm just curious, but like in the comedy world, you know, because people are so focused on doing comedy yeah. that music kind of can't be a primary for them. But some are. I've seen like Brian Posehn is a metalhead, oh, totally comedian. Yeah, um, no man, I know Jim Brewer, of, of course. Yeah, because I mean, you know, the best music, or at least it depends on the type of music, but. Uh, the best, uh, the best musical poets are. You know, it's similar to what some of these comics are trying to accomplish in, in a comedic vein. Right, you know? right. But yeah, it's the same thing. It's finding that vehicle that express that you know, that inner angst or that inner pain and you <laughs> right. know, all that kind of stuff. So <laughs> well, uh, if you can't get it out doing your comedy, right. at least the music's your outlet for you. Right. Well, you know the the old cliche is that comics are want to be rock stars and rock right. stars are you know want to be comics. You know? <laughs> so there is something about each side that's really appealing to the other. 
I would say it'd be easier for a rock star to become a comedian than a comedian to become a rock star. I, uh, <laughs> yeah, well, that'd be interesting. I'd love to see, that'd be a nice reality show, wouldn't <laughs> it? <laughs> well, Tenacious D, of course. Yeah, right that's, the, right. that's an exception to the rule. Yes. Yeah. Um, um, who else is like a rock star music? Uh, uh, Flight of Concords? Uh, well, yeah, there's, that, there's that cross, I guess. You know, um, I'm trying to think of some guys who uh, could easily. Uh, well, some guy, I don't know a couple guys that were, you couldn't tell the difference almost. They would just—they could be on stage with the guitar, and then they put the guitar aside and start talking, and everybody start <laughs> laughing. So, um, well, I've seen a few bands. Uh, uh, the Dreaming comes to mind. Oh, and look at Nugent for God's sake. Nugent, see, look, he's mastered both. <laughs> see, yeah, so, you, you got to bring him in, right? Right, it's Mr. Mongrel That's Man, right? right? <laughs> That's what right. his new his new song is going to be, the Mongrel Man. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll, we'll get into that in a little bit. I want to, because uh, Matt's in the room now. We're going to talk. I want to talk about here. our way. I am chilling. Our, okay. Our way here, you know, on our, <laughs> we had stopped at the gas station, and I thought it was a cute counter girl. Oh, yeah. She's actually, cute. Well, I don't want to say her name. I want to say her name. <laughs> <laughs> and you kind of just offered some information, which I think you're kind of like, I guess maybe nowadays it's the time you can do it where it's okay, but to admit that you're high. Well, see, I'm glad you brought this up, because I think if you, right, we come on here and we have the, what, the 420 or the cannabis kind of segment that right. we're, liking, we're liking to push, uh-huh. if you're going to pr- practice what you preach... If, you, if you're going to well, tell th- people that you need to accept it in society, then fuck it. I, I smoke weed, and I don't give a fuck. <laughs> well, that's the point. Is what I'm saying is, though, sometimes when you're in a social situation, like at a gas station, do you need right. to offer that information to someone as opposed care. to what you don't care? I don't care. See, that's the thing. It was, Bob, what do you think? I mean, because well, I was like, <clears> it's know. really nobody else's business. This is the way I look at it. Right. So from why, my, from my libertarian point of view, right. um, I can be however I want, and it just shouldn't bother you. And if it does, then that's your problem. But I don't have to offer it up. I don't have to hide it. I don't have to whatever. I don't right. have to brag about it. I'm just me. That's sure. It. Okay. You know right. What I mean, yeah. You don't need to show people or tell uh, people you're high. It's like, I, I was just high. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, there, yeah. Exactly. There's the unintended consequences of right. it. But 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 in 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 philosophy, in theory, in reality or whatever uh yeah i'm just like doesn't matter right i don't i don't care i don't care either but i'm just it was kind of curious because her response was <laughs> yeah oh that's okay well, I, I dated the the largest drug dealer in glendale right yeah. <laughs> well that's a great one and you know what's funny is like her attraction level went really high mm. and then it also went like really like <laughs> like <laughs> i can't do anything about this man she knows too many people yeah, <laughs> what you would think, yeah, right? I'm sure she does. <laughs> we were thinking too at the gas station. Uh, we're getting some goodies and snacks for the show today. Oh, this is great. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, like, you grab. You know, when you go to the movie theater, you sneak in food and stuff like that. I say you grab a whole bunch of stuff like gummy bears and you know uh, sweet tarts, the whole deal. Put it on there and just tell them, yeah, I'm going to go sneak into the uh, sneak all this into the strip club. <laughs> 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 It'd be that guy in the strip club. Pulling out Juju B. Sitting there. And <laughs> get, get his lap dance, get all squished into his crotch. Right, exactly. Uh, well, let's talk. Uh, you, I know you do watch and you do pay attention to a lot, a lot of news. Mm. And I want to I get into this. Bob Kubota, by the way, is I don't, with us. Yeah, thanks. I don't know what's going on in the world. I don't watch television, so I don't know what's going on. Well, like uh, I saw Real uh, Real Time like last night. Do you watch Real Time with Bill Maher? Uh, I have I, Do you uh, like him? I download it and I have it. On, I've uh, okay. listened to him for years on my on my iPod. I okay. download the po- podcast and listen to him, but I've, I've taken a, a wrong turn with Bill Maher. I don't since I, when? I don't, uh, 
Oh, just since he's be- he's become kind of a hypocrite and kind of a bashing kind of a, sort of a. I'm starting to think he's more kind of a left wing Rush Limbaugh now. He's kind of becoming a windbag, kind of an arrogant kind of. He's very, he's very arrogant. I can yeah, definitely see that. Yeah. Um, and he, even some he doesn't of his buy own, into nine one one though. Oh, I know that. Right. I know. I don't expect him to because right. none of them do. But uh, right. either way, uh, he's just a hypocrite. You know, he's. Uh, he's I think he's. Yeah, I think he's hatred. He's hateful. He's hateful toward Muslims. I think he's hateful towards Asian. I, anybody who's different than I think he's kind of a, a, a Dude, racist himself. That's interesting. That's an interesting yeah, point. Um, yeah, yeah. He, he does bring up good points though, and I do watch the show. Sure. Last night. That's was, why I call him a hypocrite because he'll bring up these good points, and then he, he does these <laughs> things not, that are very like, not what. Well, but he ta- anyway, he talked about um, the news information, the source we get from what, where we get it from. You know, back in the day, he showed a photo of you know people on the subway, and everybody in the subway is reading a newspaper. Nowadays, people on the subway have texts, you know, they're looking at their cell phone, playing, you know, Angry Birds, whatever it is. You don't get everybody at the same place anymore. We're not on the same page overall. So when you get your news, you might think this is the best news ever, but I'm getting something completely different. That disconnect we have between humanity Mm -hmm. is, is showing its faults right now. I mean... Yeah, well, there's an expression out there called divide and conquer. It's a, yes. it's a uh, strategy of war. Division basically. equals dis- destruction. Absolutely. I mean, that's just what it is. And are we, we, we've never been more divided than we are today. And, you know, you think about what's going on here in Arizona with this mm-hmm. SB 1062. That's right. Oh, my gosh. Protecting religious freedom. So now, right. It, it's, it's crazy here. It's so, like, I don't understand where this came from because I think for most people, nobody's in the streets protesting in favor of this, you know, make a law so we can hate. Make a law so we can hate. Right. There's nobody right. in the streets like that doing that. So all right. of a sudden these bills pop up. Sure. I have nothing to do with it. Exactly. What, who wants I had nothing this? to do with it. Who wants it? It just showed up on the news. Hey, this is what we're for now. And everybody's going, what? Right. Nobody asked me. Right. But that's 99% of the laws and stuff that do get passed. No one asked me. It's so bizarre. You know what I mean? Right? Well, that's the thing. What's the point of whether voting you in? Whether it's, you know, marijuana, whether it's anything, man. Nobody asked. I mean, you right. got petition guys, <laughs> at least. You got petition guys. Right. But otherwise, you know, but, um, you know, but these other things that re- revolve, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah, exactly. They're not really asking. Anybody? No, Nobody's they're not on that stuff. They're just doing it. They're just doing it. And then you can try to say your say, have your peace, right. and everything like that. Right. In Colorado, they're trying to privatize a road to Boulder. Uh-huh. I don't know what the highway it is, whatever like this. But the private the privatization is going to be a toll booth road, and it's by a company owned in Australia who is backed by Goldman Sachs. Yep. There you go. And there was a town hall meeting in 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 Colorado. I don't remember where exactly it was, but they were kicking people out, speaking their peace. Like physically removing them from the room yeah. because they were against this. So it's like, what's the point of voting you guys in if you're just going to do what you want to do anyway? That's exactly right. I don't get that's, it. Because that's the, these these guys that are voted in are, are like the little little puppets that run out and they're given the sheet of paper and you go, right. you say things to make that appeal to this group and you guys go over and say things that appeal to that group. Right. And meanwhile, we're going to do all this shit up here and we're going to take it all over while you guys are all fighting. That's the divide and conquer thing. You know, well, the, yeah, the division, and of, we're going to continue to loot and and, and pillage the, the village and take all everything of anything any worth, and you'll be left with the you know the scrap metal at the bottom, you know, and right. that's what they continue to do, and that's there's only one there's only one group running the thing. It's not a two group, three group, four. It's just only one group of, of people controlling everything, controlling everything. <laughs> I agree. Everything that's important to you, like food, water, medicine, and that kind of stuff. Right. Those are the people controlling that stuff, and that's what runs the world because. That's it. That's the most powerful thing you can have. Everybody's health, their food, their ability to, to just live. And if you control that, you control people. And that's what they're doing, right? What do you think of chemtrails? 
Um, well, let's 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 all agree to have an open debate. I think so too. Out on national television in front of everybody, let's bring all the scientists out and all right. all the whistleblowers out, and and we'll bring your side out too, and your side out too, and we'll have a nice, and we'll show all the pictures, we'll show all the videos, we'll show everything, and then we'll, and then we'll decide. Right. How about that? I'm just like tired of people because look, I don't like you said it's about the perfect way to look at it because I don't I don't know I don't, I can't fly up high in the sky and grab a sample of that smoke. I don't right. know what it is. Right. I just see it. It doesn't look natural. Right. I see 20,000 planes a day driving and flying, or flying across the sky, right. littering our sky, yeah. <laughs> ruining our, our beautiful blue right. bulb we have to look at. And what is it? This isn't smoke that dissipates. Sure. It, it, sure. It they just spreads want, out. Now what happens is people are arguing just based on conjecture. Nobody really knows. So everybody's arguing. And so like I had the argument the other day and stuff, you know. Uh, they're not doing that, you know, whatever. It's like, how do you know what they're doing or they're not doing? They're not doing that, whatever. Uh, so you reason, you all find logical little things in your own head to explain everything, right? right. You know? So the most logical, th- logical thing you can think of is, well, they'd be doing that to their own families. They'd be doing that to themselves. Sure. They'd be hurting themselves. That's crazy. They wouldn't do that. So that's the one line of thinking that makes makes it all it does wash but, off the whole thing, right? But But for that, yeah. But... They're looking for planets to live on right now. <laughs> they, they, they might have a spaceship right, ready to go. That's where you get crazy, man. <laughs> they're going to take all the yeah. money with them, and then they're going to go fly in this new planet. you're going nutty, dude. <laughs> I'm going to go to the Mars, bro. Yeah, what is exactly. the line of going nutty, man? Yeah, I think Arizona uh, State Legislature is going uh, nutty, you know? But, well, it's funny because if you, if you think hard enough, you can think up a reason for anything. But, you know... Here's here's something interesting. Look at the bottom of this flyer here with these magicians here. Yeah. See, I know these guys because I'm into magic and stuff. Okay. And like, and if you're into magic and occult and stuff like that, you understand the, the nature of how people go out of their way to deceive other people, how to use their own mind, their own intelligence against them, stuff like that. that's what magic is. You right. Know? It's misdirection, all this other stuff, but it's basically. You know, uh, the higher levels of, of magic and deception is using what your own intelligence against you. Gotcha. Your own mind decides whether you're going to, how this is done or not done or what can't be done or what can be done. Your mind will tell you based on your own internal logic. You're never going to be right. Right. We know this because that's all these guys do is spend all day figuring out how to trick your mind. Right. Well, that's what the manipulation of you. And you can sure. see it. You can start seeing it more when you, when you recognize it. You'll start seeing it in, in places. It's like the movie they live. Right. I mean, it's really. You, once you know about it, you right. start seeing it. It starts uh-huh. becoming very apparent when it right. does happen to right. you. Right. Absolutely. It, it's, it's very much a Matrix Absolutely. situation. And, and I do believe the movie they live, like I said. The other thing you can look at, you know, we're saying, well, if these people who are in charge, these limited few, these seven people, whatever it's going to be, that pull the strings for all of us, yeah. and they're ruining this planet even for themselves, even for the money, what do they need the money for if money's going to be non-existent or even necessary anymore? Yeah. You know, why are they just, they're just going to destroy themselves? Don't they see that? Right. Well, what the average person, I think, doesn't see is that they go... What's all of the money? What do they need the money for? Why do, why do they need the money? The point is, they don't need the money. They just need the power. Right. Once you got, once you control the house, it doesn't matter. Right. And you got all the weapons. So do you it's think? Yours. Do you think it's so? It. At that level, they're obviously they're you know it's the puppet master and yeah. all the strings they have you know for each single mm-hmm. legislator that they bought out to hey let's do a bill in Arizona yeah and let's oh, yeah. make it okay but we'll have to word it a little differently to make it. You know, so you're religious, and if someone comes in into your business and they, you don't like the way they look or dress, that doesn't conform to the way you think or believe, mm-hmm. you don't have to serve them. Right. But 
they make it more. They they made it stand out more this time because there's always that right to refuse service to anybody. Right? Isn't that funny? <laughs> it's not really any different than what you've seen your whole life. When right. You think about it. That's that's it's a very fine. It's a semantics game. It's, right. And that's the name of my special that is never going to be made, made or produced. But <laughs> it, it's, it's all semantics because it's exactly right. You're right. saying all they're saying is. That's all the, the, you reserve the right to re, uh, re, uh, refuse service to anyone uh, has always meant that. Right. For whatever reason. For whatever reason. You don't need to, you know, you don't have to explain yourself. Sure. <laughs> so now they're hyping it up. And, but the same thing, nothing's really changed, really, because people do that anyway. It's hyped up, and now people are f- so hyped up, they're fighting <laughs> about it, and they divide it into two groups. Yeah, that's bad. And you should see the Facebook war. I love it. I go in the Facebook wars. Yes. Right, just to see what everybody's Dude, thinking, uh, see what everybody's well, thinking. It was like, I, it, that yeah. kind of goes back to the Coca-Cola commercial when they did the America the Beautiful on all right. the different languages. You mm-hmm. put out something to divide and conquer the people. That's right. That way it distracts from the actual problems that are going on in the from world. From the crimes they're actually yeah. committing, which is basically looting. looting. When I heard this this thing about the, the, the discrimination thing pass, and I go, oh, that means the economy's going to crash pretty soon. <laughs> That's all that means, because they're covering up for something else, you know, right. or something's going to blow up or something. I, I don't know, it's but a, it's, it's a pretty a distraction game. It's a pretty eerie feeling. I, I did comment on somebody's post on this, and basically what I said is everybody in favor of this bill or who voted for it should just move to Kansas. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and then somebody wrote a right. comment on that and says, right. You sound like you're from the East Coast. You should go back. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm like, so it means you're in support of this is what this right. means. Right, exactly, exactly. Why and who would come out in support of this? It's just like with all the news of being gay is like so like in these days. Right. Um, it's, it's, it's definitely a niche. Well, it's those, again, it's a hard religious kind of steeped in kind yeah, of. One third. It's a last. Yeah, it's a, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, a, it's, it's a desperation is what I see But it's it as. cooked into their soul. You're not going right. to really get rid of it, right? So how do you ex- – See, when you talk to people like that who are so ingrained yeah. with what they believe in, yeah. they just have no other option of right. what that just what is in their head. Right, right. How do you you can't talk to them, can you? No, you can't, but that's okay. That's their right. That's sure, freedom of, of speech, freedom right. of religion, freedom of what to believe what you want. But again, I don't think they're the majority of the people though. I think I think just a few out of every whatever 10 or 20 people you meet will actually be like that, you know what I mean? I don't think maybe in certain areas it's all heavy concentration of it, but overall, right. the majority of people I meet aren't like that. But there's some one here and there and here and there, but you know, you get you knocks know. on the door from people wanting you to join their religion. Yeah. You never get a knock on the door from someone saying, <laughs> "You need to leave your religion." Uh, right. That's, <laughs> that's, that's great. So, yeah, that's you great. Know, you think about that perspective, right. who is infringing on your beliefs? No one is. Right. You, we just want you to stop infringing on our non-beliefs. Yeah. Yeah. That stop it. But I think the cameras <laughs> point too much to these little extremes on the edges. And they get everybody inflamed over these people who really don't make a big difference in your life anyway. You know, they're going to live and they're going to die with their bitterness or whatever. Right. But they're not going to actually go out and do anything. You know, they're just that little fringe. And I, I think people, the cameras just pointed them but too much. They're getting a lot. That's exactly it. They're getting a lot of attention. Uh, before we play, our, uh, before we go to break, we're going to do a play a, a soundbite from Jan Brewer, our governor from Arizona. She is She's uh, a babe. <laughs> did you know she used to be a, a hairdresser? It doesn't shock me now that you point that out. Do you know where hairdressers are on my ring of women? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's my ladder, my ladder of women, you know. like oh, The bottom rung would be, you know, oh, the, I see, the horror I see. prostitute, you know. Okay. And then you have strip club, then you have, uh, then you have hair cutter, <laughs> then you have bank teller, <laughs> then you have secretary, and then you have, I don't know, I don't know. 
That's cool. That's funny. That's just, funny. Yeah, That'd be a funny t-shirt. Yeah. I, I do, I, there's no disclaimer needed for the show, is there? <laughs> the jokes, people. Well, here's Jam Brewer. I want to uh, talk about this here real quick. Play this and we'll play some music. This is her talking about this 1062, and uh, we'll talk about this here. It's uh, a very controversial piece of legislation. We know that, and we know that it has failed uh, in a lot of states across the country. I uh, have not been in town currently. I've been reading about it on the on the, on the internet, and I will make my decision sometime, probably um, by next Friday, because I'll be even if I do decide to sign it. But uh, it's very controversial, so I've got to get my hands around it. So. First of all, shouldn't she be aware of this thing? Yeah, that's the other thing. That, that's that's a subtle hint right there. That it's about how everything works. You, if you really listen to these people talk about these things, they almost act like they had nothing to do with it. Right, right. I'll have to check it out. Sure. Uh, I'll have to, <laughs> before I sign it, that kind of stuff, which they will always sign. They will always sign it. Well, she it. said, did you hear what she said? She says, if, if I sign it. Yeah, You know, if right. she doesn't sign it, it goes through. Oh, if she doesn't sign it. Okay, it's the other way around. Yeah, so she's like, if I sign it. If I sign so it. So if she doesn't oh, sign okay. it, it goes through, meaning she's, she uh, can wash her hands of this. Ah, okay, very tricky. That's right. Very, very tricky stuff. Because she kind of stumbled at the end right. there. Did you, like, it's uh, a very town currently. I've been reading about it on the, on, the, on the internet, and I will make my decision sometime probably um, by next Friday, because I'll be... Even if I do decide to sign it. Okay, so if she was, she was going to say she's going to be out of town. Right. But she couldn't say us where. Right. Which was a little shady. Oh, very shady. You don't know it's where you're going to be? She was stumbling like, yeah, stumbling like a lying right. politician. Right. But, uh, like, it's so hard to read these people in that sense. You know, they're, all, they're always stumbling. Look at them. I mean, I don't want to get into that part yet. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, uh, but I didn't know. So the sign is to kill it. Sign it to kill it? Is no, sign it. You sign, sign it, it, it goes in. Sign it to pass she, through. The only thing she can do is really veto it. By not signing by it? Night, or sign. By not signing it right. or okay. signing it, it goes through. Yeah, I thought you had said the other way around. No, no. If she doesn't sign it, it passes. If she signs it, it passes. Right. She's signing she vetoes it, law. it, it's gone. Right, right, right. Okay. And, and then this is the big point I want to make is we're getting the Super Bowl. We're getting the next Super Bowl. And this year, a player came out. Of the closet, he's a gay football player. Oh yes, player. yes. That's so a can you imagine? Setup. This will be a huge year of being gay in the NFL, and then you're going to play a game in the state, oh, the biggest game of the year in the state that doesn't. This is so fixed. This is so set up. Isn't that it way. weird? Like it's that? so set up that way. So you it can, has to you be. can see. Do you see that? There that can't big, be that many coincidences. That overall picture. There just can't be that many. All right, coincidences. We'll, we'll talk more with Bob Kubota, very funny comedian who's hanging out with us here, going global with gas man. Continues on on VoiceAmerica.com on the Variety Channel every Saturday from one to three p.m. Pacific time. This is the Wiley one, and this is a good song for this theme. We're gonna kill it with love with them, and we'll be back. Through the storm of my hoodie on, I'm gonna kill it all with love. Walk through the storm of my hoodie on, I'm gonna kill it all with love. Walk through the storm of my hoodie on, I'm gonna kill it all with love. Walk through the storm, I'm gonna kill it all with love. Hey, they say it hits you where it hurts when you're walking through the crowd and they ripping out your shirt. Gotta do my work. Somebody press alert, cause I think we've all had enough Johnny drama entourage, speak through the mirage Now take a deep breath, I don't know what to tell you I ain't got no hate left, guess I'll keep on searching 
Lord have mercy, I got scars on my heart from searching for the right queen with the beautiful dream, not concerned with the scene. If you'd rather have power than love, then I say nah, 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 nah. Give me my guitar in the parking lot. Open up a door, let's get ready, rock the show, yo. Walk through the storm, my hoodie on. I'm gonna kill it all with love. Walk through the storm, my hoodie on. I'm gonna kill it all with love. Walk through the storm, my hoodie on. I'm gonna kill it all with love. Walk through the storm. Nope, no one can save me but myself When I throw it at the crowd and the energy is felt Now the cards are dealt, everybody needs help No need to push and shove, feel the love Now send it back to me through a tragedy Get off of my chest, music is the key Why let me be blessed, guess I'll keep on turning Let it all be, travel far, bought a bar In the search of our dream To increase my team, you gotta have heart Where thoughts go, energy flows So no, no drama, Rama Give me my guitar, gaze upon the stars Fall into the soul, let's get ready, rock a show, yo Walk through the storm with my hoodie on I'm gonna kill it all with love Walk through the storm with my hoodie on I'm gonna kill it all with love Walk through the storm with my hoodie on I'm gonna kill it all with love Walk through the storm I'm gonna kill it all with love I'm gonna kill it all with love. I'm gonna kill it all with love. Wally Ones and Kill It With Love performing at the McDowell Mountain Music Festival the uh, end of March. That's going to be out in Phoenix, Arizona, downtown. Uh, should this uh, SB 1062 not pass, it will go on. If it does pass, what do you think is going to happen, Bob? I mean, you think businesses will boycott Arizona like they did with uh, the immigration bill? Oh, sure. That's part of, that's part of the hype. That's it's, what always happens. It's going to happen. I mean, uh, we, I, I, I follow George Takei uh-huh, yeah, I from Star stuff. Trek and everything. Right. He's, you know, obviously he's, a, he's out of the closet. Um, and he is like livid about this. George Takei. <laughs> but he said that he's like, listen, you know, the Senate, you made your point. You got the bill passed through. We see where you're, we see where you're at, which does reflect upon all of us. And when immigration bill got passed, I mean, you saw tons of bands, uh, conventions, businesses pull out and not want to be in Arizona. Why would someone want to do that to themselves? Right. Why would they do that to their own? So it kind of leads back to who's. Your- your question about chemtrails, why would they do that to themselves? It's right. almost like that, you know, but um, there is a reason sometimes to do that to oneself, the self-inflicted wound. Um, somehow 
somehow it's gonna somebody's gonna profit somehow somehow somebody's gonna gain control some something some play is being made right. to make that illogical decision. Right. Why would you intentionally bring false publicity to your state, knowing that it's gonna bring false publicity to your state? And even if it's the uh, the way you define it, and, and I noticed that it's come out as it's it is now legal to discriminate, right. which is uh, like we said the old sign was uh, we. Re- Reserve the right to refuse service to anyone, which basically says you are allowed to discriminate. So it's just the words you use. The old right. sign didn't bother anybody. No. Everyone knew that. Right. You just didn't cross a line when you're at that place. Right. The new language inflames everybody, even though it means the same thing. Well, it's funny because, yeah, the new language does inflame it. I mean, maybe they should right. put a sign up there that says, in, in, in replace of the ref- right. we refuse uh, the right to re- uh, service and everything like that, to like, it happens right off the bat. So I'm going to discriminate you before you turn into an asshole customer. Right. Before I have to point to the sign. Right. And says, get the hell out of here. Right. You know, I'm going to say it right away. Sure. Because I don't like that shirt you're wearing. I don't like the earring you're wearing. I don't like your hairstyle. Right. I don't like that nose piercing. Right. You know, I mean, because, yeah, you're gone. Out of here. I don't want to even. Yeah, I don't want your money. Right. <laughs> Basically. And that's it. And you're going to call yourselves out as a business as being that one. Because the first business that right. does that. It's going to get national attention. Exactly. And you're going to be out of business unless every single clan member and meeting is done at your place. Right. So that's, (laughs) yeah, exactly. So nobody, I mean, some people, I guess, would be that stupid, but uh, most people aren't that stupid to do that to themselves. You hope. hope. And there will always be a few for whatever. Their hatred runs that deep or whatever. Idiocracy, man. But again, that's their freedom to run that hatred. Sure. I mean, that's just the way it should supposed to work. But most people are commonsensical and would realize, oh, that would be suicide to my business if I did that. So I'm not going to do that. It's my freedom also not to discriminate, you see. That, that's really also what they're telling you. You're free not to discriminate if you so choose. Right. You know, you're not being compelled to discriminate, you know. Well, we, we didn't get into um, the what, – did you have more? No. I oh, just, well, I was just thinking the, the actual the, – the legality of the law, what they're trying to pass through is to protect religious beliefs. Right. Is what it is because, right. again, they feel like they're under attack. Right. For Now, if you put it in that – and if you put it in that – way, you know, this is just basically is protect freedom of religion and religion of belief so that doesn't get trampled. If you put it in that way, it sounds a little softer. It sounds a little, oh, we just got to, you know, you know, be sensitive to religious rights. Well, if you if your if your belief in other people's religious religions is that they go crazy with their religion, then that going to make you crazy. Right. You know, but it's about what you believe about that religion now. Right. You know. When when did you open your eyes to all this, man? When did you uh, realize this and was it during comedy or probably, was it before you got Oh, during comedy? way during comedy. Um I only had Bob Cabota's yeah. comedian by the way. Uh, oh, oh yeah, right, 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 right. Exactly. Exactly. Like George right. Carlin was at the end. You, Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, but I, yeah, right. <laughs> well, you turned into an old curmudgeon. Yeah, exactly. Is no what he which, uh, uh, which I love, but I no, like, actually, it's uh, actually it's just it makes for better comedy. On, on I was going to say it's got to help on your material. Well, yeah, it just gives, very, you, gives you a place to come from, you know. Yeah, we have very smart stuff. Do you ever feel like well, some of that might be a little bit too smart for the crowd? Well, I mean, this, when, uh, no, if they're not laughing, it's because they don't think I'm funny. I mean, I don't, I don't <laughs> think it's that smart myself. You know, it's nothing that anybody can't understand. You know what I mean? So, I mean, but you do an analogy of words, right? That, that kind it, of it's stuff. A, it's a nice run. It's I don't know how many you have. That you, right. I'm that trying you to did. build it up and get it longer and longer. Sure. Right. But so it's, it's but it's very smart. Well, it's the kind of thing that, but everybody's looked at it. Everybody's seen it. It's not like right, you know. It's right. not like what's he talking? Oh, yeah, you're right. right. Yeah, just it's a way of you know, he just looked at it different or right. whatever. And they go, oh, that's funny because if you look at it that way, it's funny. You know, it's nothing. It's not. It's not rocket surgery, as I like to call it. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, uh, yeah. So I mean, I don't. Some people say I just think it's because 
most comedians just do really dumb stuff. And so it looks smarter. Just you know bo- what I the mean? The bottom denominator. If you look at the cra- the kind of comedians that I started with back in my day, you go, oh, they're all smart. Are they all, you know what I mean? I was just right. trying to keep up with the pack in gotcha. that sense. And so nowadays it's all about your, you know, the, the groin, your, yeah. your, your pussy and dick. A lot and of cussing. A lot, a lot of cussing. Of, yeah. A lot, a lot of, of bizarre mother- stuff. Yeah. Well, I mean, so some of that. Some guys are, but some of them are, some of them are genuinely bizarre, which if you're going to be bizarre, be genuine about it. Or anything you do, you got to just be who you are. Just be genuine, right. There's a lot of guys faking it, you know, right. so. Right. It just it looks like a lot of people are sort of just sort of imitating what other people do in a very loose way that you know that gets laughs or whatever. Right, but, but it doesn't have... come from a point of view. That's all. Okay, but you know you, you know your stuff and you know your crowd. I mean, we were talking uh, before you went up on Wednesday. You were kind of mm-hmm. checking out the crowd before you got up. Or they got to get what I'm going to be doing and stuff like that. So is there ever a plan B for you? Um, yeah, I mean, they're, they're, I guess in my back of my mind, that's if, if, if it was a complete shipwreck, I could just jump to something else. I suppose something like that, but. You know, you can't think that way, I guess. Right. You can't think in terms of this is going to, might could fail. I just go out, hey, it's been working already. I've right. done this several times and it's been working. So no reason it shouldn't work if I don't, unless I execute improperly or something. Right. But, uh, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, pretty confident with it, you know. So uh, so I have, I'm running these little showcase sets trying to get some things. Just trying to get in. Trying to get work, Kevin. It's hard to get work these uh, days. You know, you think it's been so over... Uh, it's been inundated with comedians. Yeah, a lot of them. There's so many out there, and you know, especially here in Phoenix, because that's where I'm exposed to. You're exposed to more. You travel more than I do, obviously. Yeah. So, so you get out. To, yeah, but not as much as I used to, is, and I like that, you know. But is Phoenix a big city for comedy as far as talent, or do you think it's just there's just so many people that want to be a comedian that it just makes it a large scene? I think, well... I don't know. I mean, I think there, there, right now I would say that there, there's very, very few who have a really good future. Right. I mean, professionally in comedy, there's a lot who will be able to, you know, do so, do it at least part time in their life, you know, for a long time, whatever. And the majority not, you know, really at all because the there's the scene is uh, so flooded and there's just it's like wild animals running around, yeah. you know. Before it was sort of a training, like a farm system. Right. It was more of a, you know, you were always looking at the really best comics and 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 learning from that. You know, um, it was a lot smaller pool back then though right. too. So it's just like these wild animals, and I don't know. You can coach some of them, or some of them will learn, but some of most of them will not. You know, and a lot of it's you can't really teach it. I know they try to teach comedy, but. I think you have to know it a little more, or get a feel for you it. You just got to get it. You just got to get the get what it's all about, right? Instinctively on a lot of different levels, you know. That's the thing, you know. When I started doing it, I did it in two thousand eight, and you know I've been doing it very sporadically, kind of since then, until about a year ago, where I finally started getting more stage time and really trying to hone in what I'm doing up there on stage. And I think I finally figured out my comfort level, at least, or at least I'm trying to get to that level. And I know once I get that done, then I'm going to have to start more of my delivery level. So I know I'm a few stages away, but I know that. And I know getting into this is not going to happen overnight. So learning that, yes, you have to learn on your own. But some people have it. Some people have that stage presence, that delivery right off the well, bat. It takes a lot of work, you know. It's like right. it's like the golfer, you know. It's you, like or something, you know. Do you think people kind of misconceive that a little bit? Oh, I'm just gonna go up on stage and tell a joke, oh, totally. you know, as opposed to wow, because that's totally. what I learned Wednesday night at the con- at the contest. Is I I thought I had a really good set. I felt good, feels good. Yeah, I felt when I got that stage, I was happy. And then I went and I saw it. I was like, ugh, I mm. can't believe that's what I did. Mm-hmm. And it's like. But that's good for me. Absolutely. But when I'm a crowd member and I'm looking at that going, 
it was not bad. Right. I, I like my stuff. Yeah, right. <laughs> you that know, was nice. but it was nice, That's but nice. it wasn't overall killer. It wasn't right. bam, bam, yeah, bam. Right. right. And I'm like, wow, I got a lot to learn. Well, it's just uh, you have a lot of rep- stage repetitions to get up there. Right. And uh, a lot of it, you know, so much of it is subconscious. So much of it is just your confidence and and uh, all about you, you ca- and command of the ideas that you're going to display. You know, the, right. you know, just you just know these ideas are coming. You know, got to sell it. Yeah, and sell it and the whole thing. Right. And uh, and uh, you know, jokes grow over the, a bit. Can grows to its best over the course of years. So I think people give up on some bits way too early. Gotcha. You know, and I know I used to do that. I try not to do that anymore. Don't give up on bits too early because right. there's always more to it. And that's when you start, once you're finding that more to it, that's right. when you're hitting, that's when you're starting to get in that zone of now you're starting to become less, uh, you're less vulnerable up there. There's no way other comedians can do damage to you. The more you got in that way, it's like having that armor you know, interesting because it's it's so psychological up there. Guys who develop their bits the most are the best comedians. You know, what's funny is, and I've seen and I've talked to a few comedians like that, and where I've said, you know, I've seen your bit in the '90s, right? And you do the same bit, but it's also like ten minutes longer, right? <laughs> you know, that's right. And they're like, yeah, you know, you just go back to it, you you keep picking at it, you keep picking mm-hmm. at it, so you can't pick at it anymore. If I can that's go right. back into it and grab some more out of it, I'm going to do it. Yeah. Why not? If it's a good bid and it's worth it. Well, I mean, as long as you, you know, as long as it maintains, as long right. as, hey, well, this is funny too. Might as well keep riding this train. You know, nice. I, this this one's fun. Oh, it's funny over here too. And that's what I took a long time to learn. I was very too much, you know, hit and run joke teller. And that's nice for a while, but it it's doesn't, it's not, it's not the stuff that legends are made of usually. And it, and it wasn't, and it wasn't who you are. Well, certainly not. I mean, certainly people want more than cer- certainly that from a, a guy, a person, right. more, more heart and soul. So it's right getting on. more that way. All right. Well, we're going to hang some more with uh, comedian Bob Kubota. And do you want to throw out a website or anything like that where you're looking? BobKubotaComedy.com. <laughs> That's, spell your last name. Uh, K-U-B-O-T-A. <laughs> All right. Here's some independent music from Fallen Riviera. We have another hour to go. We're going to play Drug Code, and we're going to play Porno Music or Not with Bob. And uh, I think I'm going to call my mom, too, because that letter I got from last week. Uh, uh, Stand and Fight, brand new stuff from Fallen, Fallen Riviera. From Los Angeles, it's independent music here. Going global with Gas Man on your independent variety channel on <laughs> voiceamerica.com. We'll be back.
systems always ruining my shit uh lost and found by the way synergies the band from northern california they were just in town a couple nights ago i had a chance to check them out once again and uh, it's s-y-n-r-g-y is the name of that band and uh, they're just really cool music and uh, they got a brand new album out called summertime the ep but you can find them online but do that on your own time because uh comedian uh, bob kabota is with us right now mm-hmm. and we mm-hmm. have our uh, second hour here of the program going global with gas Man, here hey. on the via, there's Matt. On, hey, Matt. Um, on the voiceamerica.com. Are we truly global? Are we going everywhere? Are we Dude, going to Guam? Are we going to, uh, you know? I can. New Guinea? Are we going to? I would love to. You can find me some stories about New Guinea. Yeah, well. <laughs> I'd like to talk about that. I guess they have computers in New Guinea. I had a story uh, last year, last uh, week from, uh, I don't know if I, I can't remember if I did it on the program. I don't think I did, but. Those... You did. Yeah, <laughs> you have no idea what I'm going to talk about. Yes, I do. You're going to talk about your mom. No, not that one. Oh, okay. I was going to talk about the story of a kid in um, Norway. Ten, he was uh, Norway. Yeah, he was like five years old or six years old, got into the car with his 18-month-old sister and tried to drive to Grandma's house, which was 39 <sighs> miles away. And guess how far he got? 35 miles. <laughs> I think he went that far. How far did he get? <laughs> he got six miles, though, six which miles. I think is like, wow. Yeah, right. right, they, right, they, right. Wait, they found him in a ditch, okay? Yeah. <laughs> and this is Snowplower found him in the ditch. Oh, my God. Right? And everyone was okay. It was fine. But okay. when the Snowplower goes, what's going on over here? The kid said, are you sitting down? <laughs> kid said, oh, I'm a midget, and I, and I left my ID at home. That's hilarious. <laughs> That's <laughs> That's funny. Isn't that hilarious? What a smart kid. Right? I was like, that is on the spot smart. Yes. Oh, I thought, Matt, you had something. Nothing. Did you ever lie to a cop, Matt? Have I ever lied to a cop? Multiple (laughs) times. If I'm trying to get out of a ticket or I'm trying to get home. Do you live here? Yeah, I live here. (laughs) You're going to have to go and call my mom on the phone inside. (laughs) To go call your mom? Yeah. That's great. Yeah, you have to call my mom. Okay, I'm going to have to write the phone number down for you to call. And we'll give her uh, we'll give her a ring. Um, she met a punk rocker. I read the email last week, and I want to. I haven't had her on the phone yet to talk about it yet. So I'd love to hear her do that. So yeah, yeah, you got to go there. I will give I, me the phone. Right I now. need a, something to write on. Give me something to write on, man. Let's not say how prepared we are here. Uh-huh. We're once a week. Can we just get our shit together for well, a few hours? Well, that's what these these artificial brain phones are for. <laughs> Everyone's using those. I know it's pretty crazy. Do you ever feel like you're just losing your memory when you every time you use that? Well, you do feel like. Um, Something's really going to go wrong if you're not near it. You know, there's something huge that's going to happen, and something's going to go way wrong. 
breakdown of communications, you know. But everything, you know, but I take notes in here. I can write my comedy in here. Everything is starting to become that little center point of life, which is, you know. Yeah, but how long do you keep it on your phone? Do you crazy. transfer over something else? More. Like, yeah, sometimes I'll make a printout, maybe occasionally or whatever, uh, you know, to make a hard copy. I mean, you should back up everything with a hard copy of something. You should. And are you always writing? You're always uh, thinking of stuff? Uh, if I or think of it... something I think is funny or potentially funny, I will write it down right. eventually. Whoa. <laughs> I, we're calling my mom now. What's your mom's Matt, name? Matt. He, yeah, there we go. Okay. He's learning the phones for the first time. Oh, I see. So we're going to grow with Matt right yeah, now. It's a good old-fashioned <laughs> dial tone. Yeah, right. Like the well, old I don't days. know how to prevent that dial tone from... Well, you don't... Okay, what you got to do is you got to just push the button for the line. Okay. And then you can talk and dial that way. And then as it's dialing, you can just... Uh, yeah, let's uh, learn on the air. This is great. I know. I showed you how to do it. You showed me you... how to call, but you didn't show me how to make a phone call and live on the air. That's true. <laughs> I'll take responsibility for that. So just go ahead. Just pick up the phone, pick a line, dial the number, and then push that button. I said twice, and then we're good to go. All right, it's Matt's doing that, by the way. You're going global with gas, man. Here. Yeah, I don't know. You don't know? All right, I'll show you in the break. We'll, yeah. play, we'll, we'll do something here in a sec. Bob, you want to talk for a few minutes so I can show him? Just talk to him? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I wouldn't put you on the spot like that, Put Matt. me on the spot. I don't know what I'm doing. Right. I'm an amateur. Matt. <laughs> All right, busy signal. You think it's a conspiracy? Oh, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Everything's a conspiracy. You saw the data center in Utah. You saw that. The data collection center. Or for the NSA? Recording everything. Yeah, but they, I heard they don't have enough space for everything. I know. In fact, I heard that like some of their computers actually blew up because it was overloaded. with. They couldn't even keep up. So that's it's so, fun stuff. So what do you think about that? I mean, like, they're, you know, they're, I've, I've seen in, you know, some stories, and I guess they weren't prepared for this digital technology that we have right now well, right so they're, they're yeah I mean, you know it's just one of them things you know i think they're the ones that give it to us and they're the ones that you know so you know what i mean so well do you think you know when you talk about you know the uh, when someone comes up with an invention or a creation sure that is beneficial for the whole p- planet like and right well and th- then these these mysterious people forces. who these mysterious forces yes. commandeer it yes and then use, use it to their advantage. Buy it, it up advantage. and make them sell out. Right. Sort of like a car. Sort of like uh, sort of like Bill Gates and sort of like uh, what's happened to all this Apple stuff, this iPhone stuff that's been taken over, and uh, what was a great alternative, independent, you know, operating, all that kind of stuff has now been taken over. Right. And is now being used against us. Well, you, t- you know, you talk about where earlier we were talking about you know, the news sources we get and where we get it from, and there's a cable companies that are merging i believe it's uh, time warner and yeah. and uh i think cox yeah. or no it's somebody else i can't remember who it is but yeah. anyway but that's where most people are getting the news from right so you're getting all your news from basically one source it's coming from can you trust them or not nope. and you can't anything nope. on tv I can't trust. You got to get your information from somewhere else. I mean, where do you get your information? Well, from? you have to look at everything. Everything that calls itself a news source, you got to look at it, and you got to uh, take the time to, uh, you know, it's like shopping for. It's like uh, shopping for a doctor. You, I need a second opinion. Right. So get some second opinions and third opinions. Just don't go with any one opinion. And then when you see all the different opinions, then it starts to take a better shape for you. I think. Uh, and it includes uh, what, uh, and you have to understand that there is no bad news source. It's only bad because somebody tells you it's bad. You have to decide for yourself where it's, whether it's credible or not credible. Don't anybody, anybody tell you it's not credible because there's plenty of great news in the alternative Internet world. Oh, I don't, I, the one that kills me is when they go, I don't believe anything on the Internet. Really? 
But if you break a leg or you do anything else that happens, you're going to go right to the Internet, look something up on how to solve that problem, and you're going to trust it implicitly, aren't you? And right. it's not going to lie to you either, is right. it? Because there's no incentive in lying to you about that kind of stuff. You know, well, so but you know, but, uh, you know your 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 man Bill Maher was pointing out last night as, as I was mentioning mm-hmm. um, the news source that you get it from is that nobody gets around the water cooler anymore to talk, right? So we're not on that same page. Right. We talk about the division and everything like that. Mm-hmm. So you I know, that. where do you get your news from? Where where can you trust it? If everything on the internet isn't, I mean, you can trust maybe the. Do you watch the the Read the Huffington Post? Is uh, sure. CNN.com, Look, yeah. Is uh, Fox.com? Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't trust those sites. No, maybe, not maybe not, not, but, not implicitly. Right. But look look at the bottom of the Huffington Post. Look at the bottom of uh, look at all the mul- the external li- the links to all the other news sites at the bottom of anything. You might not like the Drudge Report, but go to look at the Drudge Report and go down to the bottom and see all the different people you can link to. It's an open season on all topics, all I mean, all these different sources, and then you can, you know, oh, I don't got time to read all that. Well, right. you know, um, if you don't, then you're not, you're probably going to be misinformed. You know, um, I have no problem with the Drudge Report. Oh, they put out stuff that's so bizarre, and you can't, that's so not credible. Hey, new, they're just linking to news sites. Right. Any of these news collectors, Huffington Post, whatever, CommonDreams.org. I like, you know, there's a bunch of these sites, and they just link to authors and, and, and journalists. But and, then, and, what, then and, what's about that, though? What about that source? Is that legit? You no, know? but I mean, again— How far down the rabbit hole can you go? Yeah, well, see, again, if it, as long as they're linking to other legitimate news sources, and that's all they're doing. Right. They're, they're not—it sounds like maybe they—oh, well, then they pick the stories they want you to—I don't know, whatever. But there's so many. There's so many more than you would ever get in a typical newscast on the news, and you get to pick where you want to go— well, most uh, places, you know, seven businesses or seven corporations that own all of our media. Right. So there's, for a lot of people, there's only certain places they'll go, which is sure. some of those people that deliver. That's where they're trained to go. Right. But there's so many more than... But there's so much more. So much more. Right. And that's the thing is like, it, it, sometimes it's like in the comedy world, is it, right. over, is it oversaturated? Right. right. Where it's like, oh my God, I'm inundated with so many right. stories and where do right. I go? Who do I trust? Who do I believe? Right. Well, I like I like some, and I like news sources that are called conspiracy theory news, even though they're not, because they're, again, they're just linking to other news sources. Well, Alex Jones. And interviewing, like, uh, just listen, if, I mean, people probably hate Alex Jones for his personality, but just listen to the interviews, listen to the people he has on, you know, listen to the, where they link to the stories and stuff, listen to these people talk, you know, whistleblowers and insiders and people who came out of these dark worlds and trying to turn light, the but light back it- on them. Um, but a lot of that comes with a lot of panic. You know, there's a lot of panic in their voice. There's a lot of, uh, oh my God, it's going to happen tomorrow. Everyone, everyone's going to die, and the end. You know, the end is coming. We're going right. to be in these uh, these camps. And but that's part of the smokescreen. You know, it's to to jack it up into the fear stage so everybody goes, well, we reject that. And they still, again, they overlook some of the hard reality facts. You know, it's kind of like we're talking about with those other issues. You know, they're not looking at. Mace, but just basically look at the money. You right. know? It's basically it, about right? the money. Follow the trail. Right, and absolutely. You'll, and you'll figure it out. But it's funny because most people say that, but then they don't do it. Most people follow the money, man. Well, well you followed it this way, but I followed the money that way, you know? Well, you talk about, though, you know, that, that fear <laughs> that people have. You know, people are, you know, the famous quote, clinging onto their guns and Bibles, you right, know, stuff sure. like that, or at least staying at home and right. I'm not going out because the world is so crazy and dangerous, right. when in actuality it's not. Right. And the 1% that we're getting all these stories from, you think about that. I mean, there's 300 billion people on this planet. Right. You know, one person does something, all of a sudden we all know about it, right. and we're terrified that's right. going to happen to us. Right. <laughs> it's like, you know, like the flu or, the, or you know, any kind of outbreak or something right. like that. Uh, two people die from this new, new uh, 
Yeah, right. Exactly. Well, exactly. Two people. Well, and that's the same. <laughs> but exactly. And it, but it's the same thing with terrorism too. Right. Very, very few people die from terrorism. Right. In this country, very, 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 the, very they few. They say it's better chance of crashing in a plane than dying in a terrorist. Better size. chance of slipping in your bathtub. You know? <laughs> right. That whole thing. It's crazy, man. And uh, yet they spend billions of dollars to scare us. Uh, we need to be protected from it. Billions and billions right. more. All, that all this stuff. money, man. Going through your shorts, going through your underwear, grabbing <laughs> your nutsack. Make sure you don't got Al Qaeda under your underwear. You know all that kind of stuff. Right. So I mean, that's, just to keep us down it's, it's and keep crazy. us in line. It's out of hand. Yeah, because we're out of hand. Yeah. Well, we be- <laughs> we believe that. We right. believe that we're under that threat every day. It's bizarre, and we're, and we're not. And there's people that protect that, even though right. they're they know they're protecting something that's just hurting themselves. Mm-hmm. And that's the eye-opening that you need to reach. And how do you reach that? You can't just be, I told you so, I told you so. You can't do that. You have to kind of open their eyes in a different way so it's welcoming to them. And, oh, I never thought of it that way. And maybe comedy... Could do that, yeah. You know, so, sure. and some comedians have enlightened me a lot. Yeah. To tell you the no, truth, no, absolutely, you know? absolutely. I George agree. Carlin, of course, being one of them. Sure, but now there's in, in this day and age, you know, it's it's even more of that. So I'm glad it's going that way. Right on. Well, let's play a tune. I'm going to tell Matt how to do the phones. <laughs> uh, on the line, this is the song from uh, uh, from Senor. Senior. I always say Senor, but it's Senior. It's, it's S R dot. What do you think? I don't know. SR, when you like abbreviate senior, uh, it's SR dot. I'll have to think about that. I'll have to put that <laughs> some heavy analysis. Well, Val Yum is the singer of the band, Val and Yum. they were formerly oh, called The The The. This one's hers. Uh, she had a birthday yesterday, so happy belated birthday. This is for you. On the line is the tune. We'll come right back, and uh, we'll play Drug Code and Porno Music or Not coming up a little bit.
independent music, and that song is called On the Line from Senior. Senior. <laughs> Maybe it's because we're in Arizona. I feel like I got to throw that Hispanic line in there, Senior. Wow. <laughs> well, that's not racist. No, no not at all. Not I think it's all. just influential. Of course. I used to work at a Mexican restaurant. I don't know if you knew that. Sure. And I picked up a lot of Spanish, man. Uh-huh. I knew what servietta means. But, you know, you'll be interpreted as racist. <laughs> you think so, right? You're in sensitive. This, in you're, this hypersensitive world. You're infringing on my... Uh, you're infringing on my beliefs. Uh, all right, Matt, go ahead and try to call my mom. And uh, she sent me an email last week. She was over at IHOP. Yeah. And she was with her neighbor, Sandy. Uh-huh. And she uh, noticed this guy walk in with this big mohawk. And yeah. she approached him, and she sent me an email all about it. And oh. I figured we will try to uh, get her on the phone. Get the details on this? Yeah, get a little more detail. Get skinny on the mohawk guy? Yeah, because she, the guy didn't have like uh, a cell phone or anything like that. Uh-huh. But he gave my mom his address so I can like write him a physical letter. I see. So, and, but I think I need to put like a self-addressed envelope, envelope to it. Uh-huh. So that way he can, it'd be easy for him to write and to send me back. <laughs> what do you think this is all about? Well, she like scouts music for me because I do radio. Oh, okay. Um, by the way, this is Going Global with Gas on VoiceAmerica.com, the Variety Channel. Uh, my daytime Monday through Friday show is on 93.9 FM, KWSS in Phoenix. And we do uh, music and you know, that's where we're kind of feeding some of those bands in here. Matt, we, how are we doing? Okay, so I called the number you gave me, and she goes, I think you have the wrong number. And I was like, so No, just put it on the air. She said, I'm not Kevin Gassman's mom. Are you serious? That's what she said. So wow. you gave me the wrong number. All right, well, come in here, and let me see the number I gave you. Okay. I hope it's not the right number, I mean, because you, well, your mom's got an issue with you. <laughs> Could you imagine? I'm not <laughs> I'm Kevin not, Gassman's mom. Not anymore. Click. <laughs> <laughs> just put that on the air, bro. That's all you got to do. Uh, <laughs> typo? Type the wrong Dude, number. Dude, seriously? You must have typed the wrong number, man. That's my number. <laughs> you must have. <laughs> you must have missed. And just dial it and put it on the air. I'm not yelling him through the mic when he's right in front of me. <laughs> right, that's funny. Yeah. So she was over at IHOP. She met this guy, and uh, you know, whatever. Gave the letter. So I'm gonna uh, have to dive a little bit more into this. What's your mom's name? Um, Arlen. Arlen. A R L Y N E. Arlen. Arlen. Interesting. Yes. Very tricky name there. Yeah. Yeah. She's uh, she's a California native. Born and oh, raised. Nice. Yep, in the uh, San Fernando Valley. Uh, oh, she lived in LA, I think, but she was a kid kid. Okay. And then they moved to the San Fernando Valley. And uh, yeah. All right. That's where I was born. That's great. That's great. Yeah, so she's pretty hip on things. Oh, I hear something we're trying to connect. So she's pretty hip on things. And she watches a lot of TV. She watches MSNBC. She loves MSNBC. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> so she's, oh, boy. like you're talking about, that alternate to Rush Limbaugh sure. to everybody yeah, else. No, she but just it, buys. She loves these guys. The, the numbers for all these guys are sagging, though. <laughs> Matt, how are we doing? Matt? He's having a hard time oh, with the phones. Hey, I'm going to have to leave. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lose my cool, so you want to make a phone call? Because, <laughs> All right, relax, dude. Because I'm relax, phone man. Calls and now All right, just relax. The number I'm dialing, before Get, I even finish the dialing the number, it just starts. See, come, in, come in here. Come in here. I will go in there. Just come in here. I'm right here. You, I'm, I can talk right here. Okay. I know, but I'm not going to walk you through it. Just come in here. I will, uh, <laughs> I'll have you guys talk for a minute. I'll fix it, okay? <laughs> All right, man. You guys are going to be, because, uh, well, look, Matt, don't take it so personally, man. Just relax a little bit, man. You're new to this. It's your first time. I'm throwing you under the bus, and you just got to have to roll hey, with it. Yeah, that's, that's, with it. yeah, fly by the seat Matt, of your radio. Matt, tell him about your radio. Oh, no, he just took no off. Yeah, I'll just, <laughs> whatever. That? Go ahead. Do a fix it. see how Bob can do by himself? Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm going to do well. <laughs> All right, hang on. Go Maybe ahead. I should plug what's on this flyer here. Yeah, plug your new show. Should, 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 my, oh, yeah. well, uh, hey, uh... Yes, if you want more Bob Kubota on the internet radio. Uh, Sorry, I didn't turn my mic on. Oh, okay. I had to turn it That's off. okay. I didn't mean to just walk away. <laughs> 
But, uh, yeah, you can also hear me occasionally on another internet radio. I don't know if I can plug other shows that I might be on, but I don't know if Go that's Go for it, cool dude. I mean... Uh, at, uh, on the GCN network uh, is a show called Erskine Overnight, E-R-S-K-E-R-S-K-I-N-E, and sometimes appear on uh, this gentleman's uh, radio show, which uh, is uh, carried on the GCN network, which is com- uh, carries a lot of those uh, conspiracy theory type nice. other shows, you know. So, uh, you know, late night trucking radio, right, you know, right. that kind of overnight. The aliens are coming! That's right, yeah. <laughs> the George Norrie crowd, the, you know, that coast to coast, all the, yeah, the aliens are coming, all that stuff. But uh, no, I don't. I don't, I, and I'm not one who says aliens are coming. You're not one who says that. I'm not one who says okay. that. Okay. <laughs> I thought we just might have heard something coming in. I here. don't know. It sounded like. Is that is that your mom? No. Oh. Okay. Can't it's wait to talk Kevin's to your mom. Mom apparently. No. No. There's no answer. No answer. No answer. She's no. not home. No, I don't know where she's at. Oh my okay, god. Okay. So yeah. Can, before since we're here. What? Do you dial nine? It will lose my cool. I better leave. No, <laughs> I didn't say that. I just. Yeah, I, you did. <laughs> what? What? No, I just said I'm not... Okay, well, when I was dialing the number, 818, or whatever the rest of the number is, before I even got dialing, it just started ringing. So, like, I would... Right, because you probably dialed the 9 first. I didn't dial anything. Well, you just missed out. Four four different times I tried to (laughs) dial in, and it just kept ringing before I... It's the same number I had when I was a kid. I never forgot it, so there's no reason... Unless I mistyped it on your your cell phone. Let's play some drug code. That could be. Let's do it. Enlighten me. Some people uh, think that to puff the magic dragon means to, they're really to um, to smoke uh, smoke um, marijuana cigarette. Where'd you learn that, Cheech? Drug school. All right, we're gonna talk the world of drugs with Bob Kubota. Yeah, you know the song, right? It's my own. Yeah, come on, you got it right. Which one is it? It's a blur. Oh, you know it though. I know it, but it's a huge blur. show. Yeah, yeah. Huge uh, late late seventies, early eighties. Uh, SWAT. No, it's not it's SWAT. Not SWAT. It's not SWAT. It's uh. Here it comes. Uh, oh, uh, uh, come on! <laughs> Don't do this to me. Man. I'm not firing off. <laughs> You're not firing off. All right, it's chips. Chips. Okay, thank right, you, thank know, you. Right? Ponch and John and uh, right, right, see, you know, and Randy Oaks yeah, and all the whole deal. Right, so, <laughs> right. Now, now, now it's all flooding back. Now it's all flooding back. That's so hilarious. But it's, it's hard just because I listen to so many. <laughs> do you ever get those albums with nothing but the uh, TV show themes on them? And yeah. it's just one after the other after yeah. the other. All these great classic like Hawaii Five O and yeah, that stuff. Yeah, love that stuff. Yeah, so it's just like there's so many in my head. It's just hard to sometimes figure them out because they kind of sounded the same, especially yeah, well, in this yeah, time. Yeah, you know, horns and you know, right. right pitches and you know. Dude, I have like a ton of TV themes. Songs, yeah, man. I mean, I can take you back. Yeah, today's what I was your know. favorite one? What was your favorite one? Like, my besides Hawaii 5 you know, what I loved I, I really I loved The Incredible Hulk, uh huh, okay, uh, and I loved um, Knight Rider. Oh, okay, yeah, that's lo- cool. Both of those were, uh, I don't know why, but that's uh, cool. um, The Incredible Hulk was good, but it had that kind of weird beginning, you know, right, right. But um, but today's shows don't have that kind of stuff, no, no, and this, this, yeah, exactly. It's, it's, oh, it's just, it's things have changed. I'm trying to find some. I am curmudgeonly old. Here we go. Ready? So how's this? I'm just trying to like find one here. Dude, that's just a badass bass line, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it builds. It's got good momentum. It's got good rhythm. 
sounds lost in spacey, but it's not. No, it's not. It's Incredible Hulk. Oh, okay. That's yours. Yes. So I didn't watch that show that much. I don't watch What did you like? What was much. yours? Uh, I like some of those like hard cop shows like Mannix, stuff like that. That's way back in the day. A little older. But uh, I think I might have that one. Yeah, Mannix was a great one. Uh, How about this one? Porn. <laughs> Stop porn. <laughs> no, that's Chico and the Man. Chico and the Man. Look at you, man. Nice. Freddie Prince, baby. Yep. Comedic legend. Dead at 22. Yeah, he died real early. 22 years old. Unbelievable. And then the the, the man was, uh, what's his name from? Jack uh, Albertson. Jack right? Albertson yeah, right, right, right. from Willy Wonka. That's right. That's right. This was like and a long line. And Jose Feliciano singing right there. Is that who that is? Yeah, it's absolutely. You know, I was thinking about those shows back then, you know. I mean, they were so pushing the limits. Absolutely. On the, on the envelope of, of our society. Oh, they were way. across that line. Oh, They were our, across the line. Well, think about what they were. You had Archie Bunker. Sure. You had uh, J- uh, Jeffersons. Absolutely. You had, well, okay, all the family Jeffersons. Right. Um, Chico the Man. Right. Uh, um... <laughs> Come on. Sanford and Son? Sanford and Son. Um, uh, good times. Good Remember times. That the racial barriers. Man. Absolutely. Poverty in Chicago, that right, whole thing. Right, Where is that, that today? That whole Cabrini man? thing show. That was uh, the, the Jeffersons, all that stuff, you know, all the spinoffs from that stuff. Right. Um, it's funny because that stuff was blatantly over the line, but, but, but it served as an illustrator of you can choose to be smart or you can choose to be dumb, and it showed you the whole range right. of smart and dumb, and it's up for you to choose, and that's how life should be. That's why those shows were so great. It wasn't like, you can't say that. We have to edit that out. We have to say, oh, you can't even talk about that. No, that's, they were reflecting real life back in America in that tight little cat. That's why All in the Family, I think, is the greatest show ever. But do you think, though, like those shows, most of them were written by white Jewish guys, though? True. Which is interesting. But they understood it. Sure, know, okay. They understood what they were writing. They weren't trying to, uh, they weren't trying to reinforce things. They were trying to show... Like I said, you know, here's 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 what stupidity looks like, and here's what intelligence looks like, and they could put them together to make right. the comedy, right? You know, because there's always somebody going, "What? That's the dumbest thing I ever heard," you know, and that there, that wasn't all dumb guys like these movies there where they're all dumb, right? You know what I mean? Right, right. But yeah. you know, I think it was so relatable. I mean, when I watched yeah. like What's Happening, yeah, you know, one of my favorite shows. Absolutely. I mean, I felt like. You know, Raj Rerun and Dwayne were my brothers, you know? Right. I felt so attached to them. The fact that I was at a gas station one time in L.A., right down the street from my right. house actually growing up, and I see this guy filling up. I'm like, dude, I know you. What high school did you go to? And he tells me. I'm like, ah. And I go, what junior high? He tells me. No, I don't know. He's like, it was like somewhere in L.A. And I'm like, well, where did I know you? you look familiar. He's like, oh, I was Dwayne on What's Happening. <laughs> I'm like, oh, right on, man. I mean, yeah. like, I felt like so connected with them. Dwayne. And the stories were hey, so hey, good. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey. And D. Indeed. Talk about that was she was like very upfront and blunt, and she had some quips that were oh yeah she uh, was the sassy one, the she, sassy and, but one almost girl. equivalent to uh, an Archie Bunker or George Jefferson. Sure, sure, you know she was very upfront and very raw. Yeah, and but she made it so and, great. And Shirley Shirley Hempel, Shirley Hempel, she, yeah, right. <laughs> she became has had a, uh, a stand up comedy career since then. You Did know, she? oh yeah, okay. totally. And she's uh, you know she's. For a while there, she was uh, pretty big in terms of like oh Shirley's coming, Shirley's right, okay. coming. Interesting. 
and stuff like that. So, uh, <laughs> and, and Raj was also uh, doing stand up for a while. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, you know, you know, whatever. They always a lot of them go through that phase, sort of like the Kramer phase. You know, it's like every a lot of those guys. They sort of they don't know where their career goes after they've done these shows, and so they try stand up and stuff like that. Right. And that's where the uh, the Michael Richards Kramer phenomenon <laughs> has come from. The post Seinfeld. Uh, well, how am I gonna do, do re- myself. reinvent myself? And, Wasn't he doing comedy stand up before that though? Yeah, I think he was trying it all along. Okay, but right. he was been a massive. Uh, but what do you do after that? I could tell he was a massive failure right. all along too. He's a weird dude, and I think sure. he works better with the script as opposed Absolutely. to on his own. Right, and that's where he was best for for his roles yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. So yeah, I can see him being on his own. Then yeah, what happened? A little rough. Yeah, you yeah. Know, not so good. And you're relying on your character. You're relying on something right. you've done on TV to exactly. get you through being on stage. Yeah, it's. It's, you better have some good, good material. Well, you got to have the mind of a stand-up comic, right? And if right. you have only the mind of an actor, it's not going to. It's really not going to work, man. You got to have the feel for it. Yep. Um, all right, uh, Matt. Do you want to try my mom one more time? Sure. All right, we'll try one more time. And uh, I want to talk about drugs right now, though, because we're talking about the um, you know us being here in Arizona, a medical marijuana state. You know, the numbers yeah. are in for Colorado. Yeah. What's for a, their, they're they're expecting a hundred million dollars more than expected that's from it? from their. <laughs> that's it. Isn't that crazy? Hundred million. Well, hey, you know that's just goes to show what everybody's always known. You know, you want to you want to get money coming back in. You might as well do it. it. Might as well, right? What's the point? Why? Why? You know, a lot of states now will like, well, hey, maybe maybe we'll should do medical marijuana, mm-hmm. but why not just go straight to legalizing it? Right. Because what you got to do it twice now? Well, because the people who run the federal government don't do. It's not as in their best financial interest. In fact, it directly Baby steps. It's, it, 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 so many industries are opposed to it because it affects their industry that it's... That's I think your mom's messing with me. Sorry to interrupt you. <laughs> but she's like, no, I, I know who I am. I'm not Kevin Gassman's mother. Dude, wow. you're misdialing or something like no, that. No, I dialed it three times the same way. So. Okay, 1818. Yep. I don't say the rest of the number. But yes, that's I'm dialing it the exact same way. Well, I don't know, man, because I dialed and I got to do that protective machine. thing. She's like, I'm going to tell that to anybody who calls. If it's not Kevin, I'm not going to ever admit to anybody that I'm Kevin Gasson. Right, maybe. That she, she have this like safety thing on her head or what? I don't know. Do I you mean, have to call yourself? I'm, she I, keeps answering. I would try. Probably <laughs> expecting it to be you, but it's not you, so she's freaking out. The only thing is I could try on my Skype line, but it's not going to work because we'll hear it, but she, most, she might be able to hear us. Let, let me see. We can try here, okay? I'll try my Skype line. All right. And let's see if this works because... Uh, Kevin. What? Well, no, she would ask, is that you really you, Kevin? No, she's not even asking that. So I don't know, man. What's going on? <laughs> what were we talking about, by the way? Uh, we were talking... Drug code. The, yeah. We're, well, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, this is... Well, we hear it. I don't know if she's going to hear us, though. So I had to leave a message before. Oh, okay. Well, then she would know it's you. Dude, if this rings to somebody else. Wow. See, you don't even know your mom's phone no, number No, I think I had too many eights on there. Uh, it'd be funny if you did have a number wrong. She doesn't know. even know his mom's number anymore. I know. Bull crap. Oh, my God. After all, all right. these years. I <laughs> <laughs> all right, here, I'll try it again. Um, well, some news about cannabis, though, also. It's New Mexico. They're actually going to be trying to vote down it being from a Schedule One. That came out the other day, uh-huh. which is really cool for the state to acknowledge that it's not a Schedule One drug. Well, Jesus, I mean... How long does that take to figure out? Is this the famous comedian, Kevin Gassman? Hey, can you hear me? Yes. Oh, awesome. My mom. Uh, there we go. What's, was uh, somebody just trying to call you? Well, yeah, but I didn't answer. I have no idea who it was. Did you say I'm not Kevin Gassman's mom? 
No, I didn't answer. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, you're 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 on the internet right now. I'm on the internet. Yeah, so you can curse That's if you want. I've always wanted to be on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> so you can curse if you want. And I've, I have a very funny comedian with me. His name is Bob Kubota. Yeah, but you won't be able to tell from this. But hi, Bob. nice to meet you. Hi, nice to meet you too. Awesome. Nice. I'm glad this worked. I, I wanted to c- talk about the email you sent me with the punk rocker you saw. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, did you get a hold of him, or did you write him or anything? No, I, I want to talk to you first before I send him a letter, which I'm also going to include a self-addressed stamped envelope <laughs> that goes along with it. Um, well, I, I'm sure he's poor. So what happened? You were at IHOP. Yes, I was at IHOP, and I look up, and here's this tall guy with a, a, a mohawk that went up to the ceiling. Wow. I mean, I have never seen a mohawk so humongous in my life, so tall. And he sat down, and he was by himself, and I turned to my friend, and I said, Sandy, this guy has got to be in the band. I mean, you know, it's just an obvious thing. So we finished our breakfast, and uh, he was still there, and so I went up to him, and I went, hi, are you in a band? And he said, well, well, sort of. We're just starting a band. I said, well, that explains your mohawk. So he laughed. He goes, yeah. And so I said, well, my son is in radio, and he interviews bands, and he does all these incredible, wonderful things. And, uh, you know, maybe, you know, he'd like to interview you and you'd like to be on the radio. It is in Arizona, but, you know, any kind of advertisement's good. And he got all excited. He went, oh, that really sounds nice. So I said, uh, well, what's your phone number? I'll have him call you. He says, well, I don't have a phone. <laughs> Okie dokie. <laughs> yeah, sounds like, sounds like my son. Right. <laughs> Been there, done that. So uh, I said, well, yeah, write your name and address and whatever, and I'll see if you can get in touch with you. And he went, cool. And I, what's, what's really stupid of me was I never mentioned your name. I just said my son. Right. And, you know, and he went to Granada. He lives right here, and, and he could be your age. I mean, because he was like salt and pepper hair. Okay. Which I thought was bizarre being in a band, being, you know, like he's older kind of guy. <laughs> Wait, what, old people um, can't rock? Well, uh, to, to be honest with you, this punk rock blew me away. So especially when he mentioned, the, I said, well, what's the name of your band? And, you know, I tell my son to listen for you and this and that. And I don't know if you want me to tell, tell it. Yes. I can? Yes. Okay, you sitting down, Bob? <laughs> yes. Okay. He says, we're going to be called the Finger Fucks. <laughs> 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 and now I say fuck, Classic. and I'm pretty good with dirty words and all nice. that kind of stuff. And it comes out of my mouth very easy. And I uh. went... All I could say was I just, because I was leaning over and he, while he was writing, and I'll, I stood up and I went, oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's all that came out of my mouth. Oh. Honestly, God, oh. oh so, I love to see uh, your face on that. Oh, it's beautiful. It really took me by surprise. And, and he said, well, and actually he prefaced it. He said, well, I don't want to be rude or sound offensive. Yeah, okay. I said, oh, that's okay. I, right. I can take it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. What was, uh, was Sandy <laughs> with you? He, uh, that he said it, and I went, holy yeah. shit, and, you know, my head. <laughs> yeah, but Sandy, so, Sandy was with you too, right? Well, Sandy wasn't with me. No, she was She was paying. Oh, I got you. I, so. she, she was going to go pay, and I was, I'm going to ask this guy if he's in a band. I mean, nice. that's, that's exactly how it started. That's hilarious. So, but you also said that his dad was uh, Gigi Allen. Now, you don't know who that is. He, yeah, I have. He said you might know the dad because he was... <laughs> His name of his dad's band, which is is bad, not as bad as his, is Scumfucks. <laughs> right, but they're, but they're a big band. They were like a big underground uh, punk rock band. A lot of people know who Gigi Allen is. Oh. 
Well, that, he said, your son probably knows who my dad is. Right, yeah. and I Wikipedia'd it, because that's what I do when I, because my main source of information is Wikipedia. Sure. I, I did that, and I uh, only found that he has a daughter. Oh, he didn't mention a sister or anything. Well, I mean, this guy probably got around a lot, so I'm sure he has a lot of offspring rolling around. Oh, so there's a lot of scum fucks out there. <laughs> <laughs> I, guess that's, I guess that's the way you can look at it. <laughs> I don't know how else you could look at it, you know. What are you going to say, oh, Gigi? I don't right. think so. <laughs> right, so I, I think I'll, I will. I'll send a letter and I'll see what we get. Maybe we'll, the saga will continue. Yeah, that'd be cool. I mean, he was very sweet. He was a very nice kid, guy, person. Again, I really think he's like your age, more your age. Right, which is 12. Uh, you know, he said he had gone to Granada, and he said he never graduated. He said, just put it this way, I was enrolled there, but that's all it was. I never went. Uh, so that kind of tells you kind of personality he is, too. I, just, I was enrolled, just never went. <laughs> yeah, well, you, at least you graduated. <laughs> yeah, but I gra- the hair of your chinny-chin-chin. Yeah, I think I had like a, uh, like a 1.6 when I graduated. Oh, man, I know that feeling. Yeah, so, something like that. And oh. look at me now, Mom. <laughs> yeah, I, I am. You know what I say? I always say that. I was like, I'm where a person with a 1.6 D average in high school should be in life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know that. <laughs> All right, so at least you're true to your form there. Yep. That's yes. good. That's I, good. Own, own who you are. Um, all right, right. Any, anything else you've been uh, following in the news lately? Well, I've been watching the Olympics. I'm just enthralled with it. Wow. So I've been up late every night because wow. it's over at you know, 1130, and then I watch the news. The I go to bed about 1230. Yeah, so I mean, other than... What's your favorite? Oh, well, you know it's ice skating. What? You know it's ice skating is your favorite. So what, what about yes, the Russian? I, I thought it was, it, she deserved it. She absolutely deserved it. The Korean lady, Kim Young, whatever her name is, <laughs> she skated a beautiful, graceful ballet kind of like, you know, program, uh, which was delightful and, and lovely. But she didn't do what this Russian kid did. And this Russian kid poured her heart out with the jumps and the this and that. She deserved it. She absolutely deserved it. So I don't know, you know, they're going, well, this was her last one, and she wanted to go out with back-to-back gold and da-da-da, and I'm going, no. She, if she wanted it that bad, then she would have done a little bit more to her routine. <laughs> mm, perfect. Okay. That's well, a good the review. right person got it, though, is the point. <laughs> what? The point was the right person got it. Is that what you're saying? That, yeah, that's, yeah. How I, that's how I feel. No the corruption right there, Kevin. No corruption <laughs> there. None at all. Yes. Um, the only thing I'm pissed at is the um, speed skating. We did we did shit and uh, I was really disappointed, and that Russian guy just took it all. The the Korean guy that turned Russian is that hysterical? You're a really? guy talking Russian. That's yeah, he, 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 he wasn't or... getting anywhere. Yeah, South okay. Korea. He wasn't getting anywhere in Korea with his speed skating, so, so he, he became a Russian. Defected, if you will, to Russia, I and see. they took him in with open arms, and he trained and trained. And he's an incredible skater. I, I would give him credit. I would choose a different country, maybe like a country that's not used to having speed skating, <laughs> like Jamaican speed skating. Right. Uh, Jamaican, they did the bobsled. Oh my god! Did you right, see right. the bobsled? Oh, I love those men. No, I didn't see it. I didn't see it either. Oh my god! I love those guys. Why? Oh, I, I wanted them to win so bad or place or something. Why? And just because they're from Jamaica and they <laughs> had this bobsled and they had a lot of trouble. They lost the bobsled. They lost their, their luggage. 
I mean, they had such a horrible oh, trip to get there. That's hilarious. And but they got everything, and everything was cool. And they're and they're very heavy. You know, they're big guys. They're not like uh, skinny kind of guys. Right. And they're in this green and black and gold bobsled, which was great great because that's the colors of Jamaica. Uh-huh. And they went down that slide thing, and oh my God, they and everybody's cheering, "Come on, you know, come on!" <laughs> but they couldn't. Uh, they couldn't place. They couldn't didn't place, do right. it. Right the, on. the cool runnings, right? The cool runnings. Well, I think we got to get yeah, cool runnings. Exactly, yeah. it's a great movie. Um, yes, cool. Yes, yes, cool. Runnings. So I wonder if they do that chant before they go down the right, <laughs> down right, the run. Right. <laughs> I, I don't know. I uh, don't know, but it was uh, it was fun. It was fun to watch, and we did well in in the bobsled. We did cool. We did very well actually right, in bobsled. Yeah. <laughs> One more thing, and I'll, and I'll let you go. Um, we're yes, not in inter- um, right, right now. Uh, you know, our Arizona law. You saw that on the news, right? About the. Uh, you know, I almost called you and said, "Get the fuck home. <laughs> Get out of there. <laughs> we Get can out save of you. There. Honest to God, you those, those people safe. are assholes. They're horrible. <laughs> they have no right to be in your legislature. Uh, they're uh, they're backwards. Nope. Stupid, stupid people. I officially love your mom. So I, yeah, honestly, God, I, what? What's so funny? It's awful. No, it's, you're, no you're right. And that, I'm not going to say that the thought of that moving out didn't cross my mind. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. I mean, the, yeah, the thing is. Yeah, but that's all it did was cross your mind. Well, it, just, well, it, it affects everything, though. It affects everything that is uh, printed upon this state. You know, no matter what or who you are, you're coming out, everyone's just going to have that stigma about you, thinking that you're part of what's going on. And that's what bothers yeah, me a little bit. Yeah, it's horrible. Yeah. It's horrible. And, you know, and, there's, and they interviewed one, a, a young gay fella. Actually, he's in, this, in the legislature. And he says, so I'm going to call a cab, and the cab's going to come and look at me and see, thinks I'm gay, and he's going to not, you know, take me anywhere. I mean, you know, that's what it is. It's their discretion. I don't have to serve you. I don't have to do anything with you. You're gay. What a horrible, horrible thing. It's, it's awful. It's just ridiculous. But we're, we're thinking about that. There's a meme on, on, uh, on social media that says put, a restaurant should put up a sign that says, we, res- we, re- we reserve the right to refuse service to Arizona state legislators. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> I mean, it's just turn it right back on them. I mean, that's why not one. just have a, a business that says, we, I, I'm not going to serve, your, well, serve you because you're religious. But it's yeah. just stupid. It's like, why even go there? I wish we would reserve well, our right. Well, the sad part is that they're mixing religion with politics, and that right. is such right. a no-no. It's a dangerous place to be. It's very dangerous. You don't tell – I don't tell people to be my religion. I don't go around yeah. ringing doorbells and say, oh, my God, you're believing in something horrible, you know, yeah, that's and the, make a law about it. I don't do that, and I wouldn't do that. That's up to any individual what they want to do in their lives. Yeah, that's but what I to said. Make a law because it's a religious thing. That's a no-no. Exactly. All right, mom. That's thanks. Thanks. Maybe we'll talk oh, to you. Oh, is it over? It's over. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> How did the improv go? Oh, it went great. I didn't move on, but it went well. Yeah, yeah? it did very okay. well. Yeah. See, Bob. Bob went. He actually won the contest. Yeah. He was one of three that was chosen to move on, but I was on the same lineup, and uh, I felt I did great, so I had a good time. Yes, he remained standing Wait a minute, you have your time. competition on the air with you? <laughs> Are you crazy? No, that what would be did co- I teach? <laughs> <laughs> it would have been competition what? if he showed up prior to us the, doing the show. <laughs> That's uh, why I waited afterwards. Yes. <laughs> I see. Exactly. <laughs> All right, thanks, Mom. Well, cool, cool. I love you, I love you, I miss you. I love you, too. And, uh, Are we'll, you ever going to come home, or what's going on? Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that soon. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Oh, All, right. That's sweet. All right, cool. All right. All right, I love you. Be safe. Be careful. Thank you. I will. You and too. And have a nice rest of the day. You as well. Okay. All right, bye. 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 Bye, Bob. Bye. <laughs> All right, cool.
Oh, that was cute. That's my mom. Yeah. <laughs> she's, she's great. Isn't she awesome, man? She's awesome. But she's a big MSNBC watcher, though. Of so. course. Of course. <laughs> so she's got that. But she's my, mom, but my mom is, too. My mom is, too. Is she? Yeah. yeah. She's, yeah but it's good so to see, like, people, you know, that age range starting becoming more involved, or at least, at least to find out that they're aware of what's going on. Well, yeah. And, 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 and what happens with, like, um, it, there's uh, as much disinformation on the left as there is on the right. And, right. And uh, exactly. and they pull they what they do is they take like our moms and stuff like and they pull on certain heartstrings, right? And they pull on them because that's the goodness in them, you know. That's the goodness in people. The left tends to pull on the heartstrings and really go, well, what about the on the less fortunate and all that kind of stuff? And they tug on that and they tug on that and they tug on that till you till to the point where you you get out of reason with it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But it's always about you know it's about sensitivity and it's about this kind of stuff. Meanwhile, they're sucking money out of you. Right. They're sucking. They're dividing us. They're sucking money from every group, and it becomes really. What are you really trying to do here? Right. Are you trying to help these people? Because it seems like. There's more homeless people than ever. There's more poor people than ever. If if we're you know if if this gov- if that government says this is what we're here for to do, why isn't anybody doing it? And we're buying into it. And yeah. we're supporting this system that's yeah. collapsing. Right. Exactly. We're supporting exactly. a system that's collapsing on ourselves. That's right. That's right. Which is the most disturbing part about it. And but the, the richest more... people are running the show. Right. That's, that's so. Scary thoughts, man, but, you know, the thing is, hopefully with the Internet and everyone's mm-hmm. more uh, becoming aware of what's going on, yeah, that right. the collective consciousness, that mm-hmm. one, you know, thought process, which we all need to be on, right. wrapped around that water cooler, wrapped around, you know, that one source where we all got our news from, which, yeah. is, which is trustworthy and newsworthy right. to move on with, is uh, not that far away, but it's still a little bit out of little, reach. Yeah, well, I mean, it's again, it's, it's making everybody have, people have to make critical choices on their own. And people right. are afraid to think on their own. You ready to make? A, you ready to make a critical choice? I'll try to make a critical choice. All right, we're gonna play some porno music or not to wrap it okay. up, here, Bob. All right, we didn't do the drug code game. The drug code. <laughs> so we're gonna have to do something else. That I'll do it another time. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Porno music or not is music I'll play, right. and this is music that we'll hear from either a televised porno on Skinamax, so a softcore B, or something else on TV. And we're going to play last week, so it's like music uh, from a commercial TV show credits, so it's either, or something like that. It's so it's either. It's you're either, either wanking it or you're just watching it's something. It's either uh, like that. It's either that hotel room kind of soft porn SpectraVision type right. of music or actual TV. Yeah, music. you travel, man. You know what's, okay. you know what it's all about. So this I is, never paid for that. So this is last week. And I we're knew gonna, how to jimmy the system. <laughs> anyway, from last week, and we're gonna we're gonna reveal the answer. Then we'll do a new one for next week. So here's from last week: Is this porn or is it not? What's that? I said my immediate answer was yes. That's porn. Okay, you're mine is no. You're going no. What are you I'm thinking? Going no. I'm just thinking it's some sort of. Uh, I, I mean, it could be, I suppose, but I mean, that's not the way I envision it in my head. But it could actually be a legitimate piece of music to something. <laughs> some rolling some, meadows, maybe. Yeah, or, you know, <laughs> some sort of, um, some sort of meandering sort of movie of the week kind of thing. Okay, all right. Matt, you're going re- yes, and what are you thinking the scene is? Uh, well, I- I'm thinking soft core. Like, you know, well, that's what the, the yeah. That's the only other choice, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's okay. the only like other they're choice. just breaking it down nice and soft, suave kissing, you know? Yeah, right. I guess so. Yeah, but that's not just that part is not porn yet. No, no, I mean that's I mean, not porn it's yet. Music, though. Right. Well, it's, all right. Well, the answer to the, is it porn or is it not? It is porno. Music. I see. Oh, wow, things have changed. <laughs> 
All I have for it is oiling up poolside. Exactly. Uh, oiling. Well, but that's not yet porn. It's not the but porn. It is. It's not hasn't hit the porn level yet. Well, you mean like now actual... it's just a musical score. It's just a soundtrack <laughs> at this point. Well, I mean, softcore porn is still porn. It's yeah, just you know, so. edited down right, for TV. Right. right. All right. Well, I mean, there, there's there's no there's no camp to it, you know. Though I mean, you know what I mean. That. All right. Here's yours to go out to. I'm not going to reveal the answer All right. next week. Okay. So here's your answer to. Uh, here's I'm not the good new. At this game, though. Is this porn or is it not? <laughs> Are you glad you're sitting down right now? Uh, yeah, I'm glad I'm sitting <laughs> down. What are your thoughts? What's wow. going on here? Uh, all right, I'm going to go no again because uh, it could be, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it just sounds, there's no camp to it. I mean, it just sounds like a piece of, you know. Just like a, like a like theme a, to a like TV a, show? Like or? A, like, yeah, like a like a like some sort of connecting music from scene to scene in a movie or okay. something like well, that. Well, that's the challenge of the game. But I know, but I, I don't... You're not seeing sex with it's this. Not feel, I don't feel sexual with it. Matt, what do you think? Yeah, I agree with him on this one. I don't feel sexual. This one kind of reminds me of the, the one you did two weeks ago with the it's educational one. Yeah. Oh, I got you. Or it's more of a melancholy almost or sort of a kind of a bummed out like kind I of I feel thing. like I'm watching a Microsoft PowerPoint presentation. There you go. How's that? <laughs> All right. I like that. You got to go with that. I'm, we'll, I will reveal the answers next Saturday. Oh, okay. Bob, thank you so much for hanging out, man. Hey, man, that was fun. This I'm was... bad at this game, though. <laughs> I don't want to play this game no more. But that's okay, man. This is a good game to okay. be bad at. Right. I don't think you want to be good proud. good game to be bad at. All right. <laughs> to, to, like, I'm the king of porn <laughs> music or not. <laughs> that is real subtle stuff, though. That is not, not obvious, not right. easy. Well, we'll have to play Drug Code another time with you, and uh, you're more, more, more than welcome to join okay. us anytime give again that a shot. down the road. Matt, thanks for your help. Of course. And everybody out there, thank you for tuning into the VoiceAmerica.com variety channel every Saturday right here from 1 to 3 p.m. Pacific time. The show is called Going Global with Gas, man. And you can check me out Monday through Friday, 5 to 8 p.m. That is on 93.9 FM in Phoenix, Arizona, and that is on KWSS. And you can find that online at kwss.org. Other than that, you guys have a great Saturday night, and we'll talk to you next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Stimulating talk. 